Fierce Fan Media. Off with a really cool planet that I've researched. Perfect. It's really cool. From the new. Have you ever shocked yourself with one of those dog shockers, though? To oh. see how it feels. Motherfuckers. That oh, that's not true. I did it when I uh, had one on Gizmo for barking um, because he was so little. I was terrified that if it was too much, it was going to like hurt him. Really jack him up. Yeah. Yeah. You know who was terrified of that thing, though? Dodger. Dodger barked one time and he was another one. As soon as I brought it out, he was like, no, I'm done. Gizmo would bark through it, but he'd cry. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, God damn, you dumbass dog. But I had to because my neighbor kept throwing and throw throw poison over the fence if they kept barking. But it was her cat that would sit up on the corner of my fence. That they were barking at? Yes. They would not bark anytime except when this cat would sit there. This cat would sit there and just torment the shit out of them by just being like a cat in their space. Like just that wasn't doing anything. He threatened to throw poison over the fence. I'd be like, can I get that in a text message, please? Uh, I know, right? I record you saying that. Yeah, she was like, your dogs bark when you're not here. And I was like, yeah, because your cat sits up on the fence and torments them. And she's like, that's not true. Yes, it is. She goes, well, I'll take care of it myself by throwing special treats over the top. So that's when I got them the bark, um, the bark things, the bark collars. People, man, people are the fucking worst. I'd kill somebody if they said that they were going to throw poison over the fence. This fucking cat, though, Briggs, this asshole. He's got houses all over the place that feed him. If like we're yeah. standing, we're standing outside with the dogs, people will be like, "Oh, does Briggs belong to?" You? And we're like, "Yeah." Oh, he comes over and hangs out in my garage. My kids feed him. This is like three or four houses. Oh, we love Briggs. My kids feed him. They come. I I was walking outside the other day to take my garbage cans out. Briggs is walking out the front door of some other person's house doing the walk of shame in the morning. Like they let him oh, out in the morning time. Man. I was like, this motherfucker <laughs> just walking out with a full belly. Yeah, there's these little <laughs> girls around the corner that come over to meet to like play with them and meet and greet them and stuff. I'm like, God damn Briggs, man. That's cute. He was a badass in another life. I'm sure of it. Look at now that Thor's at wild. <laughs> oh, Thor's at, Thor was at doggy daycare today. He's exhausted. Oh, good. They had him on the treadmill for uh, 85 minutes and then he swam the rest of the day. Sounds He's like beat. a good day. Right? That sounds like a good little day. Yeah. Treadmill for how long? 85 minutes. 85 really long minutes. time. Damn. <laughs> and just happy as a clam, just on the treadmill. Happy as a clam. <laughs> I'm going to start giving Thor pounds at a time that he can just go run off for me. Right? I think minutes. I need to go to doggy daycare. <laughs> did, you guys doctor, see, but... did you guys see that uh, thing? Do you know how like fat actually leaves your body? How? Is it in some breath? Do you poop? Do you, oh, do you poop it out? No, Brett, your breath. In my mind, you just poop it out. It's your one breath? of the reasons that like exercising gets it off you faster. It actually leaves in your exhaled oh, breath. That's interesting. Listen, don't quote me on it. It was on a ticky talky. You don't need to like. Did I, we start? But it was from a nutritionist. Yet? So should we start this? Oh, we already did. We're recording. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't say anything. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the <laughs> weekly wind down. Uh, it's just <laughs> Julie, Stacy, and I tonight. So I'm Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. So are you happy? I am. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> There's your introduction. <laughs> um, tonight, I am drinking 
uh, that Harney Lane Chardonnay that's from that winery I belong to. It's delicious. Now that I have that uh, those new fridges installed, I have crisp cold wine at my disposal at any given you moment. You are a bougie bitch. You are good. Don't act like you don't benefit there. from it. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that extra wine fridge? Yeah, I told you. We'll talk about it later. You will talk about that later. Um, I am drinking. So we had something to celebrate at work a couple, a week or two ago. And so we went out and um, I'm like trying to be a little healthier. I definitely am about to eat pizza. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to get a truly. And they had truly margarita, which I had not had before. The margarita oh, style truly. Wait, and it is was, it, what's the base? Is it tequila or is it vodka? It's still a hard seltzer. So I'm going to assume they that use that is, instead of tequila or, oh no, it's an actual can. I thought you meant like a blended no, margarita. No, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. So it's, uh, it just says alcohol. Um, but there's still only 110 calories, one gram of sugar, one, three so, grams of carbs. Because you guys can't see, she means an actual can. Like it's, it's, an st- actual it's still the same truly. truly can. Yeah. yeah. Except 5.3% alcohol, which is slightly higher. So the one I'm having tonight is strawberry hibiscus and it's fucking delicious. Is it? The pack I got came with like a chili lime or I'm sorry, chili mango, some kind of other blue one. And then maybe like just regular like lime margarita, but they're delicious. Did you get it at Safeway? Yeah. Cause I'm very interested in trying that variety. Uh, this is a, my Are you bringing it over favorite. on Sunday? I sure can. Okay. I'll I'll do the percent Stace, you're going to be drunk in half a can. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Look at it. Jules, what are you drinking? I'm drinking my sugar-free Red Bull with my Fireball. And some Gatorade Straight to the point. Put... Straight to the point. You're yeah. not fucking beating around the bush on this one. Not beating around the bush today, folks. I mean, business. <laughs> Bid- business. <laughs> business. Listen, you're, going, you're doing grown women shit. Yeah, doing grown women shit over here. Mm-hmm. uh so uh what do you guys like what's been going on we've been like real hit and miss the last couple weeks everyone's doing different shit except me i'm always here dude life right uh i i found out how much i made in the first quarter of this year because we had to turn our quarterly reports and all i can think about is how much money i have to send the irs that's why it's you gotta put it away when you get it then it's not as painful out. Okay, but you know what I heard, Julie, and I and you should think of it this way. I heard somebody say or refer to taxes as the subscription fee you have to pay to live here. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. But you don't get to pick your streaming service. Like you don't get to pick what shows you watch. They just spend it on whatever the fuck they want. But I like super the way I'm thinking of it like that. Living here is not that fucking great. I would <laughs> be I would be lying to you if I said all over my TikTok, I keep ticky ticky and move to Mexico. <laughs> and all the people I can get behind that, Mexico. Listen, it's all the people that I'm like, I could get a remote job, move to Mexico, have <laughs> You're still having to pay taxes because I would still technically be making American money. So it would still be coming out of that. But these motherfuckers are living in beachfront. You know who you should talk to? Andrea, Lex's best friend. Andrea's two guy friends, this married couple. They moved to Cozumel, both work remote in the States and live in some fucking beachfront property. Just living the life. Doing fucking shit down in Cozumel. 
You just have to be careful because a lot of businesses are catching on to that kind of stuff and will pay you not your like normal salary anymore if you move somewhere else. Well, so. I made friends with a few people on Tiki Talkie and they <laughs> are doing the damn thing over there. Playa del Carmen is where I think I would reside. And I am seriously, it intrigues me. I'm like, you know what? I could, I could enjoy I could this do for you. That. Yeah, I could get behind this. Yeah, it is closer to yeah. us. That's closer yeah, to us. Could, That's a good vacation location. Visit? Everyone, who wouldn't? Everybody would visit. Everybody would visit. The hard part that I've been looking into is that everyone my, wants to visit. Is and getting my dogs there. Mm. You just have to quarantine so, them. Mm-hmm. Well, it, but they have to pass a test. They said that, and oh. Kendall would be fine. The beast, however, I don't know. She's not going to do well with somebody around a bunch of people and other dogs. They have to know certain commands. She listens to me. Like I say, sit pretty, lay down. But when she's in a heightened atmosphere, so I'd have to talk to my vet before and I need her drugged. Have you, drugged. have you You're thought like about really it? seriously looking into this? I like it. I really am. She gets these little spurs up her asshole sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I go with them. I know. You never know which one's going to land though. That's like, the, it's like spinning a wheel. Like she'll get all these just ideas. So people, she keeps spinning the wheel and then she just randomly just so picks people one. understand, Julie, can you list some of the careers you have had in your life? Cause I find this fascinating. Well, my most proud one there, Stacy, was uh, the <laughs> city of Brentwood. <laughs> yeah, all of us. Yeah. Um, what have I done? So I flew helicopters for a couple of years. I didn't get paid to do that, though. I I paid to do that. I was a train conductor for a few years. Okay. To clear, though, she was in helicopter pilot school. She wasn't just like paying to fly. Like she was getting her license yeah. to be a helicopter pilot. Yeah. 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 Um. I, what did I do? I worked railroad dispatch. I was a conductor on the railroad and I worked at the sheriff's office and now I'm bondsman. No, you did sold you insurance too. Hats? What Stace? Did you wear one of those hats and have overalls and like the wooden train whistles? I did have overalls. Yes. Everybody wears overalls on the railroad, but it's because you do it. so much bending over and stuff. You don't have to worry about pulling that, that hands up all the time. And then you also don't want to get like your regular pink because there's so much grease and like dust. You want just the same pair of coveralls that you she was on. also a cart girl at a golf course where she made hella money and tips. I, I did. I did make good money. She well, I bet you would. With, you got to drink with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not great. hating on it. It was a great yeah. job. Like, d- a she great also, job. she sold insurance for a while at net quote. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, she also, what was the other thing you did? You had a lawn care business, right? Listen. Oh, she I, had a lawn care I, business that she, I own the I, I lawn business for a little bit. <laughs> I wish sometimes I had my sister's like bravery just to do whatever, instead of being stuck in like the daily grinds that all of us get trapped in by the age of like 25 years old. She's always, uh, work totally or yeah, work to live, not live to work. And Mm -hmm. thanks Jax. I've told you that before. Like, I wish I had more of that, like bravery in me to just be like, I'm done with this. I'm going to do something completely different, but I no, I had to go get schooling and blah, blah, blah. So I'm <laughs> fucking stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I so wish I had, now. I wish I had more schooling though. I just have certain things that I've done. So I have to stay in a very particular type of flow. It seems like, 
You know, I have to find jobs where you can make good money, where you don't have to have a degree. Yeah. But, but you're really good at hustling too. So I feel like, well, you still have to go through training for yeah, them. Like yeah, yeah. Fuck the railroad to be a conductor was hard. It was such a hard school. If you failed one test, you got kicked out. So the, by, by the beginning, it was for union Pacific. So by the beginning of it, there was like maybe 30 people in the class on our final test, our final day, there was 11 people. And only seven Dang. of us passed. Dang. It was hard. It was. Here's really, the thing really that hard. most people don't know about my sister. Well, her friends know. Her family knows. This bitch always lands on her feet. Like no matter yeah. what happens, at Julie can talk her way into or yep. out of fucking anything. <laughs> yeah. Like this, Almost. you could Almost. you could sell ice to Eskimos, man. I'm telling you right now. If you decided <laughs> that you were gonna be a, a an ice salesman up in Alaska, you'd make money. Like. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable yeah Thanks, it's crazy hey, hey it's a good quality to have you know people like you there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> if julie's one of those people that if you if she gets in a room for an interview she's getting the fucking job like just no matter what yeah, yeah. you have that kind of personality thank you you got oh for sure this has been a nice little episode i like <laughs> <laughs> It's true though. It's true. People like you. That's why you get away. The fact that your car hasn't been keyed yet is astonishing. Hey, I know. (laughs) I I agree. I it did get stolen though. So (laughs) there was that. She also has a uh, affinity for interesting women that are prone to theatrics. Like stealing so cars. So for all the red flags out there, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like kicking in your partner's door when they make you mad? Julie's a girl yeah. for you. Like, yeah. Would you like to steal a car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of things. You want to blow it out every once in a while? Throw some holes in the wall. You want to move to I'm Playa there. del Carmen? <laughs> yeah. Listen. There's, there's some people moving out there and I'm like, Hey, that could be right up my little alley. Not forever, but right. for a few years, you don't do anything forever, bitch. I know. <laughs> well, you can get your, so you can get your temporary visa for 180 days. So, and you get that right at the border. So then if your 180 days starts running out, you can either go make an appointment with an immigration attorney in Mexico, or they have one in Houston, Texas, to get like more of a, it's called a work visa that gives you four years. Or let's say I come back to visit, I can get a, like, it's called border hopping. You're not supposed to do it. But if you go back to visit, like for Christmas or whatever, you're already figuring out the loopholes (laughs) and then you take talkie man and YouTube, I'm telling you. And then you, you can come back. when you come back through the border, you can get another 180 days. Now they'll be looking at your passport to check okay. if you're just jumping back and forth and doing that. Cause they eventually want you to become, if you're going to be doing that, they want you to become a resident to pay right, right. their taxes, right. but there are loopholes around. Especially it. since you have family here. Exactly. If your hundred, if your 180 days starts running out, they, they can't extend that for you, but for that's sure. not, that's not guaranteed that you would get another 180 days. Like, you know, you might only get 30 days or something like that, but enough time for you to get a permanent residency. So what kind of, what kind of job would you do there? So I, I will, what I would do is I would get a remote job, um, in here and then work there. So I've been looking at a couple, I actually almost applied to the company my mom works for two days ago. Do it. 
But I want to live vicariously through this, through you doing this. <laughs> she, she said, she's like, if I hear of anything, I'll let you know. But that particular job, cause it was like customer service over the phone, you know? Um, she was like, you would hate it there. Like, the, yeah, she, but I bet you'd be good at it. Like if somebody like you called me for a customer service thing on the phone, I'd be like, well, they have a lot of ones on for like Amazon, even for Apple that are all remote. So I'm looking into stuff like that. What, what I think I'm going to do, because if, if I'm going to really do this, I need like a year or so to plan. Cause I can't just quit bonding. I have totally. way too, I have way too much overhead. Mm-hmm. I have a lease, I have bills, you know, th- that I need to figure out before I completely reduced my pay. I'm already so, planning my trip to visit you. <laughs> good. I, I was like, people would totally visit. Like yeah. you're living on the beach right there. So we'd visit. What do you mean? But, We're more likely to visit uh, Mexico than we are Arkansas. Arkansas. Just I, I, me too. <laughs> so, but like in, in Playa del Carmen, there's Playa del Carmen, uh, uh, Tuma, there's all kinds of places right around there that uh, Cozumel is just a ferry ride across from where Playa del Carmen is. They have places. So let's say you make even only $18 an hour. You're only bringing home like, what is that? $2,000, $2,500 a month. Not very much money, mm-hmm. but you're renting a place there for like 10,000 pesos. That is like a nice place. That's only $400 a month. You're talking Dang. electricity included. Kate, I mean, everything internet and it's like, everything is just cheaper in Mexico. It seems like everything that I see. So you're like saving money. So I ordered this thing just cause I think it would be nice to know anyways. I ordered yeah. this thing on Amazon. Um, I'm going to try, I'm going to do my best to learn some of it. Cause I think that's rude to move there and expect them to. I love this journey for you. Me too. Big fan. (laughs) Well, you know, with everything that, you know, I'm dealing with like mentally and emotionally doing this is making me happy. Like, it's like, it's kind of like when you're miserable. Gives you something to focus on. Yes. And you know, like when you're, if you're miserable at a job, looking at other jobs will kind of brighten like a light in you. This is just does that for me. I have so never met a like, problem that salt air can't fix. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's a lot of actually Americans there that do this. That's why I started friending them on TikTok and like messaging them because there's actually a lot of people that are doing this. That would be good. You know, people just contacts to have like, sure. Hey, I ran into this issue. Like did this happened to you or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm seriously, we'll see. You know, I just signed another year lease here, uh, April 1st. So I at least have another year, um, to figure it out, but with as much stuff as you have to figure out, you kind of have to start planning now. I would like to get a job, a remote job now and have it for a year and still keep doing what I'm doing and maybe get like a promotion or a raise or something in the interim. So, I mean, we'll see. Hey, I support this plan hundred percent. I like the, I, I will definitely come visit you for even weekends. Cause that's a short plane trip from California and you could drive across. Yeah. That's pretty far. It's like 15, <laughs> 16 hours, not for that's a weekend. Drive. If I was coming longer than, yeah. Right. Maybe. Um, right. so you want to do your space update? Yes. So <laughs> the, um, Hubbard space station 
has found the, I'm sorry, the Hubble space station has found it's a new planet. They're just calling it the AB Arugi B. It's A-R-U-I-G-A-E, Arugi B. This planet, they're saying um, it's, it's, it is being formed together a lot like Jupiter. The scientists say it's in a very violent process of how it forms because of the high winds and the gases and the rocks and everything that are flying around it. They call it a young planet, but a young planet to the solar system is 2 million years old. And in, in re- so people have something to measure it up to. Our, our solar system, from what they know, is currently 4.6 billion years old. So it's really so young. It's, it's a really young planet. But this it's motherfucker crazy. is already 8.6 billion miles around now to give That's people wild. An, a, a, an idea of how big this is our earth is only twenty four thousand nine hundred miles around fuck yes Damn, not so 8. big point six and to give people an miles. even bigger like consideration to count to a million it would take you 11 days to count to 1 billion it would take you 33 years so yes. to travel this, it would take you decades. Fucking it's decades. Over, it's over two times farther than Pluto is to the sun. That's just how big this young planet is. That's crazy. If, if you go onto NASA.gov, you can see kind of a little picture, the image that they got. Um, I'm showing you guys on here. It looks like a Damn. violent ass planet. It's not going to be a livable planet. It's just it looks like the it looks like a fertilized egg. Yeah, it does. It does kind of, mm-hmm. and it it goes into more detail about how planets are formed and stuff like that, which I don't fully feel like going into because there's a lot to it. It's basically gases and rocks start forming around a star um, that it creates gravity and the, the rocks and the gases start kind of, kind of forming together. It's a really scientifically explained on nasa.gov. It's really interesting, but yeah, to 8.6 billion miles. And the fact that we've never seen the motherfucker before explain, it gives you a good idea of how big our solar system is and how little we've tapped into it. I feel like we're going to find out now that Hubble has been in orbit for as long as it has. Now that James Webb is like, they finally focus. How long has it been in orbit? How many years? Hubble? Oh my God. I feel like I was in high school when it launched. Yeah. So a long time ago, I was in high school in the 90s. (laughs) What, like 40 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) at least 20 but if you in the 1900s in the 1900s like back then so (laughs) i don't know because you're seeing these images coming from web uh 30 years now 30 years 30 years yeah i was 30 years so i was in okay i was in like elementary school yeah that's crazy it's bonkers but here's the crazy thing i feel like all of this discovery, it should be shaking, like rattling the walls of the religious community to just mm-hmm. be like, how do you explain, do you explain? this? Like how, mm-hmm. and yeah. listen, I'm not, if you want to, I'm not against people believing in a higher being or whatever, like, I, but you have to, 
accept both for what they are, right? Like if <laughs> one is a belief and the other one is scientifically is fact proven. at this point, like we're getting images from these other, and listen, we're, we, we have determined that there is hundreds of thousands of galaxies, just mm-hmm. like ours out there. Like if you can wrap your head around the idea that space is infinite, no ending mm-hmm. to, to actually believe that we are the only living creatures in that existence is just asinine. It, it's delusional oh, at best. It's it's just that would statistically be. impossible. It's well, statistically impossible. Are also, we the best it gets? <laughs> well, also like we're God. just not made up of anything that's special. Carbon mm-hmm. exists right. in the atmosphere and in the universe like it's fucking confetti. Like carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, like these aren't elements H2O that are even Pluto now they've discovered has uh polar volcanoes on it, which means water exist even in a frozen Mm -hmm. form on it like we're not an anomaly it's just it goes back to what we've talked about before to be truly religious is so arrogant it's to Mm -hmm. say that we're so special that we were created by the supreme being and you know what maybe maybe aliens had a part in it but we're not the only ones i guess is my Mm -hmm. As, as we continue to live in this, this evolution of space discovery and in planetary evolution, how can you think we are literally made of stardust and I'm not being like hyperbolic, like we, we are made Aww. of the same things that stars are made of carbon, oxygen, uh, hydrogen, water. Those exist in infinite numbers of places. Why do you think we're the only ones that have evolved to this state of consciousness? Like, it's just, it's not feasible to me. So that right Mm -hmm. there shatters the religious argument for me. Like God in the way Christians view him, it's not feasible. It's just, it's not feasible. As like the creator of Adam and Eve. As the creator. uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, not to mention, I, oh my God. Creationism just doesn't make any sense. So also, but if you really want to get down to it, we were, we live in such a patriarchal society, right? Like everything focuses on male dominance and, and males are the stronger creatures or whatever. But if you look at like uh, a male, a human male's ball sack, and I know that I don't do a lot of that. Julie doesn't do a lot of that. Stacey, I mean, whatever. Let me, me (laughs) but if you, if you look at it, even the seam down the middle of the ball sack means that those were once ovaries inside of them. Like males have nipples. So women were the base model. Women were, were the first model created and then men sprung from us. So the only reason we believe that Eve came from Adam is because of some fucking book when in all reality, Adam would have come from Eve, chicken and egg, chicken and egg. Right. And, and I also think that just genetically, a lot of sense. I never thought of it. Yeah. Like that. Genetically, no, we are superior. Well, yeah. Men, as yeah. women, because we have two of the same chromosomes. Right. We're ha- we have healthy. We have a backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suck I was on that men. I was watching this. I was watching this thing the other day and I was just like, holy fuck. We are like, we're the base model. Was it that that thing on Netflix? Uh, no. Oh, I don't. I honestly don't. It could have been TikTok. I don't remember. It could have also been YouTube. I watch a lot of Discovery YouTube, and I don't remember which one I saw it on. Now, as far as if it was 
uh, TikTok or YouTube, but when they were talking about how, how could anyone say that men are the dominant species when it's so clear, just based on how our bodies in general are designed, that they were designed from us because men have an X and Y chromosome, meaning they at least have female characteristics. They at least have 50% of the DNA that it requires to make a female. And then they also have a Y. So they are actually the mutation Mm -hmm. of the female genotype. So we should watch this thing on Netflix called the principles of pleasure. It's kind of like, did that come out years ago? No, it's like brand new. It's, um, it's on Netflix and it's, um, I'm trying to click on it without getting, no, I don't want it to play. It's going to play. I don't want it to play. It's kind of like, um, a video that I wish they would have shown instead of like whatever bullshit sex ed thing we all saw. Um, so it just like, it's little description. Oh, that's just from, there's an episode called our bodies. There's one called our minds and then one called our relationships, but it's super, interesting like the our bodies one and they talk about how a lot of people like um you're not really taught about anatomy so much as like you know like everybody uses the term vagina instead of vulva when you're actually talking about a vulva because the vagina is internal you know and but a lot of them had no idea how big a clitoris is that it's internal so then when they're talking about like sex toys and things like that they have ones that are like stimulating your clit from the inside because that's where it goes it's much bigger than people think and how that division happens where this you know where how you get that seam in the scrotum and all those kinds of things like how we are genetically the same interesting well it's It's the same concept of like women's uh heart attacks have been ignored for years because they're not the same as males and the test subject were males so because women's heart attacks present differently they're often shoved off as because we get back and neck pain as signs of heart yeah. attacks and, and upset stomach yeah all so I was gonna say a stomach issue medicine yeah. is all based on a white male anglo-saxon right patient i was right. gonna say that too don't african-american peoples or any person of color they they are their symptoms present differently sure. also same. and same for different person. different ailments and different diseases and stuff but it's all Asian based people off a white differently male. like it's all based on a white male that's why that's things like so fucked up right it's crazy that things like endometriosis don't have a lot of research or a lot of treatment options because it's a women thing and that is so we don't really care up. about that yeah right it's, but when you it's get down wild. to why it's just, it's so painful to witness. And I do hope that we're evolving past that at this point. Like, I think the human race has a long way to go. Like, okay, think about it. Even, even just a few hundred thousand years ago, we evolved from a primate type, like hemotype, right? Like we weren't, we didn't actually come from monkeys. We shared genetic characteristics of monkeys that were Neanderthals that evolved into something else. Yes. We share chromosome chromosome structure that is similar to monkeys, but we didn't actually evolve from them. There was mm-hmm. monkeys that mated with homo sapiens that create. And anyway, all of this, all of this, it, we, we have so far to go as a species because we're not that old. We're not mm-hmm. that old and power is, is because our gut instinct is to maintain, maintain power is derivative of blood and bludgeoning and and harm and Mm -hmm. women aren't necessarily hardwired 
for that to be their knee jerk reaction. So you that, guys, because we're more of an show. evolved mm-hmm. species than our male counterparts. It's, I'm going to watch can, it tonight. Yeah. You, you should can, watch it. Cause they talk a lot about that too. And about how like sex in general, mm-hmm. like when you look at how long we've been studying certain things, we've, we know practically nothing, nothing. about sex, right? Because we haven't studied it. And so it, well, I'm going to disagree with you on that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like the, the whole, like just the amount that they talk about, like women who report, like, you know, orgasms. can they have that ag- orgasms just from penetration or from like clitoral stimulation or not at all. And so just those different things. And like, it just like, it just, it highlights too, like how even, even in areas where they have sex ed, like it's just not nearly enough and that none of it focuses on pleasure and how it's okay. It's Mm -hmm. okay to experience pleasure and that should be part of it. And, and how they don't talk about that nearly at all. That's because it's inherent for men to experience pleasure at climax and not for women. And And they didn't want to hurt the fucking Mm -hmm. feelings of men because their penis is essentially one giant clip like it's essentially yeah. one giant clit. Yeah. So of course yeah. they're getting off. Yeah, all the time, always. And so I when you're gonna be a dude for one day and be able to just <laughs> you get would get someone pregnant that. and it would be a whole always, thing. Always. Yeah, well, like. that's true. <laughs> but they talked about how, like, even in sex ed, they you're more likely to hear about male masturbation or wet dreams or something like that, but no reference to female masturbation and how, like, that's true, you know, how how because their it's ego okay. and how little kids like little kids will do something and it feels good and so they you know whatever so like not to shame them for it because they don't know they know something like oh I that felt good when I did that whatever just teaching teaching kids as they're growing up that like that's okay in private we don't do that in public or whatever instead of the like Oh my God, don't do that. That's so gross. We have this exact conversation with my, interesting. my son Mm -hmm. will be four in June. So he's two months away. And he's at that age now where he is hyper aware of his penis, like always touching it, always rubbing it. He tells us what it's big. When I taught, when I taught preschool, half the things I said to like boys in that class was to take their hands out of their pants. (laughs) Well, yeah. So we tell him now we, we don't shame him for anything. We just say, Hey, that is something you don't do in front of people. Like right. you, you do it, you know, you, you don't do that That's when people are t- watching. Oh, we don't do That's, that at school. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't ever want him to feel shame for feeling pleasure right. for anything, right. but I also don't want him to be a sex totally. offender by the time he's 10. So <laughs> yeah, like <also> there's certain <laughs> things that are is not going to be, are you kidding me? All, everybody Lincoln has his car. He's gonna be the best lover in California. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just the way they're taught. And like, if you think about it, like if you're not ever, if you're not ever teaching about pleasure and this is where, like, I really liked that this, I really think everyone should have to watch this show. It's like only three episodes, but they talked about how pleasure is two things. Like your body does have an automatic response and how a lot of that time, like that gets weaponized against women when they're sexually assaulted. Like like that two things can be true at the same time, right? Like you can be sexually assaulted, assaulted and not want it and still have an orgasm. Yeah. I was just going to say Because your body that. has a physical response to things and there how was a lot a, of times that gets used against you. There was a whole case on this that I saw, I think it was on like Dateline or something. Mm-hmm. And the defense, first of all, 
you can't fucking prove that the girl had like wh- right. whatever you know that that's the guy's opinion oh she yeah women have been faking it for millennia like so much that they brought up that a lot of women don't know if they've ever had an orgasm because because it's not the same the clinical definition is not the same as like if a guy comes like there he had an orgasm you know you can see there is evidence but for women it's different and the you know there's different i didn't mean to interrupt you no you're fine but that's interesting you say that most of my straight girlfriends when I was growing up were like, well, I don't know if I've ever, and I'm like, well, then, mm-hmm. well, then you haven't. Yeah. Well, but then, some of them have, but you probably and they haven't. don't know. R- r- well, they don't know. You're right. Because it's, you know, they don't have the same, it doesn't it feature the same way as a guy. Well, and coming. the interesting thing about this was they were talking about like doctors, like um, the doctors that study sex and sex therapists and those sorts of things, how they are often also white. And so like, it's just, I'm telling you and straight. Yeah. And so there's that makes so much sense. Well, and there's not, there's not any one way to have an orgasm, right? Like, I feel like women oftentimes are put into such a fucking box about how it should look and how it should present to men because men watch porn. So they expect a mm-hmm. certain theatrical performance of women an orgasm. Women watch porn too. Oh, and no, no. But, I'm, I'm, yeah. but women also know when, when they're orgasming versus you have to present a certain way to prove to a man that you have orgasmed from said stimulation. Right, right, right. Where it, it's possible to have an orgasm from, you know, nipple stimulation or, or yeah. what. Well, like there's, yeah. there's a plethora of ways that women, because- we are so much more complex. This is, let me, let me try to sum this up perfectly. I think bees, honeybees are a perfect example. And this is going to make sense. In a minute. I love the so bees. honeybees, <laughs> we, we all know the, the honeybees die. <laughs> civilization crumbles, right? Like we can't produce food. We can't so much of our world plants, trees that we get oxygen from everything depends on these honeybees, honeybees at winter bring in clones. Those are male bees. Okay. They're bringing clones to mate with their queen to produce the eggs as soon as that's over so that they don't, uh, they don't fall into the, the pretense of, of, um, they don't have enough food to feed them. Well, Well, they don't have enough because they don't have enough to feed them. And their primary incentive is to keep that queen alive to produce for the next generation. They kill all of the male bees and just push their bodies out of the hive. And I'm telling you, when I lived in Pennsylvania, we had actual hives on our property. We had several of them That's and I would me. mow for the last time of the year. And you would see hundreds of dead and the, the clone bees are bigger. They're, they're larger than the actual female honeybees that you see flying around. If you see a bee in a flower, it's a female honeybee. Okay. They're going to get food. They're bringing it back to the hive. They're working. The working bees are female bees, which is why you can offer them water or, Listen, if you encounter, especially now that summer's coming up, little sidetrack, a bee is sitting on your like porch or something, put out a little teaspoon of sugar and water. They need that to get back to their hive. Honeybees are not going to attack you. They need the the sugar content to get back to where they're coming from to continue to pollinate. Do not kill honeybees. If they're sitting there chilling, they're resting, offer them some some hydration. I'm seriously telling you this, please offer them hydration. So the male honeybees are larger and hundreds of dead clones, which is what they're called, just laying outside the hive because the females kill them at the end of the year because they can always replace them next year to re- right. to redistribute 
the the new bees. So males are strictly kept for breeding in the honeybee world, which if you look at the foundation of our ecosystem, nothing exists, nothing without that. without honeybees. It's on the damn nothing. cartoon movie. Bees. Right. I think it's called right. bees. <laughs> <laughs> the bee movie? Right. Yeah, but the they make movie. the male, the main character of that movie. Jerry Seinfeld is the main character of that movie. And it should have been a female. This is what I'm talking totally. about. Like the, the queen oh, you're bee right. is a female. Yeah. Why do you have a main character in a movie about bees? That's the freaking that's Jerry Seinfeld. True. And I'm not hating that's- on Jerry Seinfeld. This That's not what this is. But like, I, it, listen, the whole structure is suited poorly because women have been... Th- th- arching to the male desire and male need and male ego, but it's because they're more fucking primitive than us. And I say, this is someone who I don't think I love anyone in this entire world more than I love the little boy that lives in our home. Like I, I deeply love a human in this male human in this society. And yet I'm telling you the whole fucking world screams that you, you are the carbon copy of us. You should be bending to our needs. Like, listen, we're getting to the point in science. We can create life without y'all. You need to start proving your fucking worth and stop being little fucking assholes about everything. It's, it's just, it's bonkers to me how much of female society has been pushed aside, ignored medicines, chronic illness, all of these ailments that plague human society because the, the, the study subject has been white males. And you know what? I'm not even mad about it anymore because when I started following uh, NASA more closely because of my sister, because she loves it so much and she gets me excited about it. I'm like, (laughs) we're a fucking young species, man. We're just figuring shit out. We feel like everything should be fixed and up to date and we should be like 100% at this point. We're babies compared to the the infinite possibilities in the universe. Like we we are pretty much newborns. Even when you look at the world clock, like if if the if the entire if planet Earth was on a 24-hour clock, humans were born at like 11:58 p.m. Right. <laughs> before like no, really. We we're so new and we have so much to learn. And we have let the wrong people call the shots for so long. And I truly believe it's because women grasp a larger concept of one, we're in constant, the number one killer of women is men. Yeah. It it just is like that you are more likely to die from a male that you know, than than, well, I think actually cancer is above that. But Mm -hmm. when women are killed, it is by a man that they are familiar with. Like, yeah statistically that's just true that's just what it is that's just what it is and Hmm. until we embrace the more we men have something to offer i'm not saying that they don't that they they do things that we can't necessarily do they are stronger than us just physically they are stronger yeah that's what i was gonna say where i think that whole mentality came from was that men are superior is because back in the days when we were even a younger species Right. Men typically have it's in their genetics. Right. They're genetically, yeah. they're and they're listen, there's a, there's exceptions to the rule. I'm not saying there's not totally, totally. Yeah. But but I think but I think that that's where that mentality came from because there was so much brute strength mm-hmm. involved when people were 
farming. Hunting and gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hunting, gathering, that gathering. was much more important then than it is right. now, it is evolutionary now. wise. Totally. Yeah. But I think now that we rely more on machines and um we're evolving you're watching evolution right evolution i think we have a lot more technology now that that's Mm -hmm. kind of weeding that's not as important anymore now intelligence being you know compassionate understanding empathetic yeah empathetic (laughs) like all of that now is taking place to continue evolving Mm -hmm. as a human race (laughs) in general like and, and you've got these other this other mentality and these other totally old school way of way of thinking that we're you know we're battling against constantly mm-hmm. because it's just not like that anymore. Now yeah. we have bulldozers and shit. <laughs> and like, like you and I know we've talked about this on here before, but I truly think this next generation they just think differently than the ones before us. We got kind of caught in like the middle, like, so the boomers are very much old school. And you know what? They were in survival mode. There was two world wars that happened during their lifetime. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We'll give them a pass. Yeah. Well, I don't know about a pass. A little but bit. Like, listen, I mean, we'll, we'll look at they're it. They're a product like, of their lens. environment, right? And yeah. Gen X was kind of abandoned. They raised themselves. And then we get to the millennials that were products of Gen X and the boomers. And mm-hmm. we're kind of like, Wait, but people have fucking feelings about things. Right. And now they've given birth to Gen Z and the Gen Alpha. And Gen Z and Gen Alpha are like, I, your feelings, you can kiss my ass. Like, that is not mm-hmm. what I'm here on this planet to do. I need to feel fulfilled. We're here for a real short time. You all are destroying the planet. You all, mm-hmm. there's income inequality. Like, you are seeing it, even politically, you're seeing a rise in labor unions because of Gen Z. Mm-hmm. you're seeing the same thing that the greatest generation fought for, which was labor unions, which created the most robust middle class that America ever saw when we did have, by the way, assholes, a 90% income tax on people that made over $5 million a year. You yeah. are seeing a rise in that because Gen Z is like, I'm not going to work for you fucking blindly for 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week for fucking 15 bucks. I'm just not going to do it. I would rather live my life because the planet's dying anyway. So right. like you're seeing this whole different, there's men out there now that they're getting vasectomies instead of having their girlfriends or fiancés take birth control medication that fucks with their hormones, fucks with their, mm-hmm. their moods, their appetites, yeah. their, at their libidos, mm-hmm. their exercise. Like they're like, fuck it. I'll just get a vasectomy. If we decide we want to have kids, I'll get it reversed. Get it reversed. The end of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing a whole different generation of men. And like, I see it in my own son again, only he's going to be four soon, but I, he has my, my mom sent him this Easter basket that has this bunny. In it. And let, let me tell you, my kid is very much like, Hulk smash. I'll fuck you up. My sister oh my sent him some yeah. like Hulk hands that he bangs around and hits things with. And at the same time, this bunny that my mom sent him, I was like, what's his name? And he was like, Oh, she's a girl. Like, he's very much like, I don't, what do you mean? Like, this is my little girl mm-hmm. bunny. And I'm, this is my friend. He thinks wonder woman could beat up Superman. He thinks wonder mm-hmm. woman could take fucking Batman. Like you're seeing this change in gender roles and gender norms that 
I, I think is going to have I'm curious to see what it's going to look like in yeah. 15 years or whatever. Yeah. Right. And again, I mean, he's raised in a house where we're like, well, Wonder Woman and Captain uh, Marvel are just as he is raised in an environment that presses that, but totally he's very much like dinosaur smash things, but also there can be girl dinosaurs, right? Like, girl dinosaurs can smash things too. So it, it's going to be an interesting evolution to, to witness when you kind of take some of those barriers away that have been in place since God, I mean, as long as human history has existed, we're finally seeing Mm -hmm. the light at the end of the tunnel where you're seeing a generation of men being like, no, I think women are capable and they should lead and they should be in charge. And yeah, there may be some things that we do better than them, but there's a lot of things they do better than us. So let's see what they do with them. Yeah. Uh I think it's going to be fascinating to witness. I think so too. I'm excited to see. Because that's when you can truly start embracing people's strengths and weaknesses, right? Like once Mm -hmm. things are equal, once you realize that we're all capable of things, you can start saying, hey, you're better suited for doing this. And I'm better Mm -hmm. suited for doing that. And has nothing to do with our capabilities. It has to be what we're inherently good at. Yeah. Women are better negotiators than men. Men are better at smashing things than women. Like, of uh, course, exceptions to rules, 100%. But I don't know. It's going to, I think general. we live in a really interesting, it's, a, it's an interesting time to be alive. Agreed. We're still the fucking base model. I'm telling you right uh, now. Oh, yeah. Men come yeah, from 100, us. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, guys, it won't kill you to figure out where the fucking clit clitoris is all right just right or like i mean it's it's not hard to find but also could you just figure out how it works and you don't have to pound it either don't be weird about it like it doesn't you don't have to pound it all the time i'm telling you watch that show because it was just crazy to me like uh one of the women that was on there a boomer i don't want to guess her age but but she's in that generation right And she was talking about watching an episode of sex in the city when they were like, Oh, you've never just like looked at your vagina with a mirror. And she had never, she had never looked at her vagina. She was one of those people that was like, I know that there's like three holes, like one for poop and one for pee and one is your vagina. Like that was her level of understanding. It's not even her fault. No. And it's not her fault at all because no one taught her what it was or why it was important to know what those things were or how it works. Also dudes for like that's the five guys that listen to, to us. I know there's about right. five of I you. Mean, it's not crazy. Like, Oh my God, that's fucking crazy. But it like, makes me feel but, sad. But, and let me just tell you, this was the best explanation of a G spot that I've ever heard of ever, ever, ever was that she was explaining. She's like, it's not some magical mystical spot and it can be in different places. It is you getting the like not the like the the part of the clitoris like the clitoral hood which is normally just mistaken for the clitoris like that's not the whole thing because it has those things that go out to the side it is stimulation <laughs> i love of, listening to stacy explain this you like it <laughs> it's, do, the stimulation, <laughs> it's the stimulation of the clitoris from the inside like the part of the clitoris that you can't see like if you google what a clitoris is actually like looks like and is shaped like because so much of it's internal People would be shocked, I think, that they also, just don't know like for enough the ten, about their bodies. Listen, I know that 95% of our audience is women, and I know that because I get the statistics. But for the 5% that is male, let me tell you this. There's nothing wrong with asking a woman 
if she's doing it the right, if you're doing it the right way, or if she wants something different or she wants it faster or slower or whatever. And let me tell you this, the more you learn, even if you don't think this, this woman that you're having sex with consensual sex, I assume if you're listening to us, Mm -hmm. you are just learning. Even if you don't think she's the one you are learning more tricks of the trade for the, the individual that you end up being with for long lasting, uh, i'm showing you a picture like the it's not it's just a penis yeah it's a penis that's what i'm saying they're the the, we're they're the we're the base model so and so there's no shame don't understand that a g-spot is not a real well it's not always the same place and it's not always the same place on every woman like it's not always in the same place in you all the time either because it moves because it's just the interior part of your clitoris and so and let me tell you something as a guy that is interesting that picture you showed is interesting i'm telling you people don't know that it looks like that if you're checking in with your partner consistently to make sure that they're enjoying or that if you need to do anything different you are going to get much better results then if you just assume, oh, I'm a guy and I'm fucking pounding the right way, like fucking your mm-hmm. fleshlight is not the same thing it's as fl- same. fucking a woman. Yeah. Check in. Just check and in. Every, and every girl's different. For sure. That's, That's what I I'm think saying. You're just learning more tricks. Girls, more girls tricks. are going to like all kinds of different things. Yeah. And maybe the same girl's going to like different things at different times. Depending on their mood. <laughs> The same yeah. thing is not always going to feel as good as it did the last time. Or- well, and people just like, that's the actual shape of it. And people don't know because you can't see the whole so thing. Interesting. I know. I'm telling you, watch that show. Here's the bottom line. I don't, knew that before, but. Don't be afraid know. to ask. Don't be afraid to talk to your partners. Don't be afraid to have like, we're all grownups, right? Like I assume you're having sex with another consenting adult. Don't be weird about it. It's intended yeah. to be pleasurable for both parties. The blind confidence which, with which men just like go for it with no not like Google it if you're not sure. <laughs> like you may want to know what's going on down there before you just like pound into it. Let just me tell you something. Just like Yelp, word of mouth about men is fucking chef's kiss priceless. Like if someone says you're a bad lay, you're going to be a that you can't it's gonna be real hard for you to get rid of that reputation it's 2022 we're not dealing with that anymore that kind of lazy there's vibrators now motherfucker can be replaced real quick laziness and indifference and that's um, other good advice too don't think that because your girlfriend or your wife or whatever wants to use a vibrator that it makes you less of a fucking man it feels good regardless it all feels good Mm-hmm. That's other good advice too. There's vibrators, yeah. but you can be a part of that vibrator experience 100%, as well. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Basically, don't be a dick. Right? That's why I told you Lincoln's going to be the best lover in California. You're going to have bitches knocking down the door. Uh, <laughs> well, he will understand consent yes. and that's a leg up already. And just general um, like risk for other people. So I feel like that already is you're setting him up for. Success. And he's going to understand that it's okay to ask your partner. Does this feel okay? Does this feel good? Do you like, yeah. Gee, cause you, you can't fix something you don't know is broken. Right. So if you're just sitting there right. pounding away and you don't ask if this is okay, cause they're not going to want to embarrass you. They're not going to want to hurt your feelings. They're not going to want to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to check. It's okay to check in. 
It's fucking okay. Like, what did that yeah. one comedian say? Consent is the lowest bar. They should be an active, right. enthusiastic participant in yeah, the so sexual funny. encounter. Like, <laughs> consent is the fucking bare minimum. Well, and the thing, too, is like consent, first of all, consent is not implied. Right. And it's not a blanket term. Like, they just talked about this a lot in that show, too, where they talking about, like, consent can be revoked. You can want to do something and change your mind. You can want to go just so far and then say, you know what? I'm done. You can consent to something one time and then not again. Like, like no one owes you anything rules when it comes to consent. Yeah. Yeah. No one owes you anything. It's their body. They can decide when it's over and when it's not. I do want to say that. I do think it's harder for guys though. I mean, girls, uh, heterosexual women do kind of have an advantage in the fact when it comes to sexual pleasure and the fact that you know if the guy's feeling it or not so, yeah but so again it's, oh, that physical response and your body's like physical response to it doesn't necessarily mean you know that's I true mean, for most guys then i guess i'm just trying just to saying. say that's i just feel like that's why it's okay to ask totally like hey does this feel good i mean a girl doesn't typically have to ask i mean she still if she feels the need to yes but yeah you kind there's of there's a physical thing you can there's see a, yeah, yeah. That, that you can see or feel or whatever yeah it's okay to ask a girl hey are you into this or not like yeah. that th- i think that'd be super if you want to nice. increase oh your God. likelihood that- of getting laid again you yeah. should ask. check in like yeah. if you're just in for hitting and quick quitting, little sure. survey quick little one or two question survey <laughs> and you know what most girls are gonna find that hot one thousand percent as a gay woman i think that that would be hot for a guy to do that like that would be attractive yeah you know i'd be like hey good on you bro like and you don't have you don't have the awkwardness of having to then like if they're not asking of having to like try and steer them in the direction that you want them to go in without like giving an evaluation (laughs) too much direction listen it's 2022 it's okay to have 360 evaluations just 100 percent i just want to check in i I, I want to circle back to this let's check in real quick (laughs) but it's also i don't think it's taboo either for a guy to tell a girl i didn't like when you did a b and c like i don't guys can give consent too and just because You've se- I've seen so many rape cases of men where just because they ejaculated doesn't mean that they weren't coerced into sex. Like totally. it, it has to be, it's not only women that get tricked into things yep. or forced into things or whatever, like mm-hmm. girls, it's okay to check with your male partner too. If they like something just because they're right. still hard doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they're enjoying it. Like the, we have to stop living in this Puritan society where we continue to pretend like sex is only for reproduction. It's not anymore. Yeah. And listen, yeah. if that's what you subscribe to, this isn't the podcast for you. I'm sorry. Get, right. Go about yeah. your business. But like, <laughs> if you're ever going to become a better sexual partner, you have to have those conversations. And I'm not saying stop the sex right there and be like, listen, we need to evaluate what we're doing here, but you should be able to be Absolutely a grown up. Even yeah. after the fact and say, hey, if we're going to do this again, like, I like this or I don't like that or I didn't like it when you, you know, I, I don't like it when you bite. It could even be something is, I don't like it when you bite on my shoulder. I don't like being yeah. bitten. Even if you're a guy, it's complete. 
I think there's a stigma for men that they're just always supposed to be so grateful for sex that they never complain how it comes to them. And that's not, I was going to, I was going to say that too. too. I think it goes, guys are, guys have a stigma against them too. They're expected to always be ready, always be willing, always be instantly turned on. Like, you know, they're supposed to be just automatic sexually driven, which I feel like they're lucky that I feel like most of them are, I don't know. You know, I haven't, the guys that I've had around me in my life as friends and stuff have always said that they well, are. Just because they say but that doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean that it's true. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. I'd be curious to have a guy's feedback. Like, does that bother them that they're just always expected to be automatically turned on and so mm-hmm. easily ready to go? Well, here's the thing too. You need to be able to have those conversations with your partner. And if you can't, you right. shouldn't be having sex. Yeah, right. And I, but I do, I do feel like there, there is a stigma for men where they're seen as less than if they don't always want to, like, I think Julie's right. And like, we have to, so guys, I hate to tell you this for the like 10 that listen to us, (laughs) the patriarchy is keeping you down also because you have a stigma Mm -hmm. attached to you that is saying you should always be down for sex, no matter what. And then if a girl's willing to sleep with you, you're lucky. And listen, Mm -hmm. if you're with, if you're not into it, you're not into it. And it's okay to even tell your long-term partner, this isn't my jam. This isn't my thing. I, you know, I'm open to trying different things, but here's my line. Like you have to be willing to have those conversations with your partner, just like as a good sexual conversation, it will, it will bolster your relationship to be able to have those conversations for men and women. Do you I don't know who want my I son want to ever be in a position where he's comfortable having sex. Like that's not the thing I want to ever hear from right. him. Right. Do you know who I want on our podcast? Lessons on not crossing a gay man. <laughs> Have you just heard him on TikTok? No, but I would love that. You guys don't know him no, on will TikTok. You send that to me. Oh my god, the stuff that he talks about is so spot on sometimes it syncs right up with what we talk about on here like he is fantastic i can't believe you guys haven't seen him on tiktok no i need him oh my god i felt like he came on my algorithm because of you guys (laughs) i'm sending him to you right now here's the bottom line don't be a prude this isn't fucking 1745 anymore it's okay for women to say what they want. It's okay for men to say what they want too. Like consent should go both ways. We'll share Julie's uh, recommendation when she finds it. I'm just trying to fill out your time right now. I'm, I'm sending. I'm sending it to the Pod Squad right now. But here's and the other thing: women is if you want is, is don't cross gay man is his user. I just sent one of his things to. Um, Here's the thing. If you truly want to be a feminist and you believe that women are equal to men, you need to be open to what your uh, partner has to say too. And I'm not saying like, if they're telling you, I want to do anal or I'm going to leave you like, listen, it's not a zero sum game. We all know that there's shades of gray when it comes to sexual activity. If he wants to do something that's a deal breaker for him, but you're uncomfortable, obviously no. But also if you want to do, if you want to put him in a fucking collar and hold a whip to him. And he says, no, you shouldn't force him to no. do that either. Like, yeah, yeah you, you have, you can't assume you as feminists, we have to assume that feminism means that we're equal. So their word has to be equal to what we want 
also. So it's yeah. okay for mm-hmm. give and take and for negotiation. It's okay to say, I'm not quite comfortable going that far, but are you willing to meet me here? Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's try this. And it's okay to change your mind as you become more comfortable mm-hmm. with someone and more comfortable totally. in your sexual totally. relationship. It's okay. to you can't, if you're that girl who's always been like, absolutely no anal, I'll never take it up the ass. Like that's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. If you're in a relationship with someone where you reach that point of comfort, don't hold back because you right. feel like that's the stake I've, I've posted my flag in and I won't move forward. And you yeah. know what? It doesn't mean you ever have to do it again. Yeah. I guess stop, just stop dying on these fucking religious patriarchal hills that prevent That's you. the name of our podcast. Stop dying on these patriarchal it hills. Fit on the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's okay for those uh, stops and goes to ebb and flow. It's not always, mm. uh, it's not always a, a the, what, you what's the word I'm looking for? Stationary yeah. stop, like street light. It can be moved right. depending I just on who you're with. That makes me sad for people that are in, you know, good relationships, like, you know, committed, healthy relationships that would still have those, those marks, like, absolutely not. I will not Mm -hmm. even try this. I will not do this. Like, to me, that's so sad that you would feel like that or like, well, some Not people, it's a no starter. They have trauma from well, before or whatever well, that prevents well, them from. I, okay, I get that. But people that don't have some type of underlying issue for the reason of not exploring new things, that would make me sad for them because you, because you just never know. Okay, no anal or no, I'm not going to give my husband a blowjob or something. Like, also, don't treat of, sex like a weapon. Right. Yeah, or like a currency. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a bad thing. But I, it just yeah. makes me sad. Like, I would just hope that people would try to explore things and be more open. If they're well, in you a hope good, that solid... they would want to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, that just I, I just can't believe that there's still so many people out there like that that don't have an underlying issue. Because some people have underlying issues with just with sex in general. Here's the thing mm-hmm. too, though, it shouldn't be off bounds. If this is something you really want to ask your partner, if they say hard stop, like I'm not doing that to say, tell me more about that. What? That's my new favorite response to things. why, why tell is that a hard that. stop for you? Not That's because I'm trying to push thing you, to say. <laughs> not because I'm trying to push you, but you get I that want from to- your wife. <laughs> if you if someone says hard stop instead of just being like fuck this bitch like i'm hella mad at her or him or whatever be like tell me more about that so i can i can understand and sometimes they'll talk themselves out of it or they'll give you insight to be like okay i i get why that's not a thing that you would ever if you, if you're with a partner that suffered a sexual assault and they were raped or pushed upon on a, maybe they were anally raped or whatever it is. And that's their hard stop because it triggers something in them that they can't get over. Then that will make sense to you instead of just being like, no, I don't do butt stuff. Tell me more about that. Like why, 
like, why is that the hard stop for you? Because I want to be closer to you. I want to understand. Yeah, I want why. to understand. I want to understand because well, I, and I care so about too. you. Well, and then so too, you, you understand them more. And then it also takes it off of you feeling like, well, what's wrong with me? Right, like, right. is it something wrong? You know, it takes it off of that person so that then they can say, okay, now, and people will be a lot more willing to right. be understanding and work through that with you. If their defenses don't have to go up feeling like it's them, why you right, don't want to do right. that. Well, you know? and you know what, here's the thing. If they say, I just think that's gross. Be like, you, you have to accept that is what it is, but then you keep yeah. building the trust. Mm-hmm. You building the trust and you, it, it all depends on how and this teller, honey is this i would drink you. your bath water nothing that comes out of you is gross to me disgusting <laughs> fucking disgusting drinking bath water like no hard honey hard i would stop. drink your bath water immediately no nope. it's so funny when she said that i was like that's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) what a nice thing to say stacy and i have different lines just because your previous partner has a stop sign doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that your next partner does and they could be different like you have to be able to talk to your partner take the stigma away from sexual intercourse and Mm -hmm. if you ask someone tell me more about that and they're immediately like oh i'm not talking to you about that they're not the one for you yeah they're not the one for you they're just not and i mean that across the board if they're not willing to i don't mean the first date guys come on but you know what i'm saying right like if you're in a relationship and they tell you immediately no, and then they won't mm-hmm. expand on it, it doesn't have to do with trauma that they mm-hmm. don't want to relive, right. then they're probably not the one for you because they're never going to fulfill your sexual needs. And that is a need that you have in relationships, whether people right. like it or not. And something like that might be a deal breaker. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. People have deal breakers. No. We have totally. to stop pretending like relationships only have to end when things are bloody and broken and beyond repair. Sometimes a red flag will come up and you'll be like, yeah, you're a good person. I have a good person. We're just not going to work and right. we should stop like wasting for, each other's time. Right. I think that's totally fine. I still love you. You're still, I still want to yeah, be well, friends. Could, We're cool. Right. Can you write a book on how to do that? Cause. No, <laughs> because there's like a lot. there's so many shades of it's gray in there, right? There's so many shades of gray because deal breakers are are well. Look at how different. many things have to be so perfect for a relationship to be successful, too. Like the timing has to be right. There had like the circumstances, like, and sometimes you just have those people where it's like one of those things is off, and it's just not. Yeah gonna work and it doesn't mean they're a bad person it doesn't mean you don't love them or couldn't love them but there are things that are gonna get and if you you know I can't love the person you are now like right right. now the person I am right now can't be the person with the person you are right now Mm -hmm. and it's not fair to either to try and force it doesn't mean I can't be with you in 10 years or five years it means who you are right now I can't because the only thing we can do is people the only the truest version of ourselves is to meet someone where they are we can't expect people to change we can't expect people to be different we can't expect any of those things because the only real change happens from us when we see that something is wrong we can't go into a relationship demanding that someone be different because who the fuck can do that 
So the only thing you can do in your truest version of yourself is say, the person I am right now, I can't be with the person you are right now. Mm -hmm. I love you. I care about you. I hope you, I hope you evolve. I hope I evolve. I hope we meet somewhere down the line, but I'm not Mm going to hold you back from finding what you need to do to evolve into that person. Yeah. And that's the, that's the healthiest thing you can do for someone is cut 1, them loose. thousand percent. Yeah. Without this the blood. Good, this has been a good pod session. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this has been a good pod session. Is it wrong? This has been a good pod session. You can't change someone. No. And you can't expect them to change. You can't put that That's on them. You can't, you can't put your life on pause until they get to the point where you want. Like, it's just people are complicated, you know? People are messy, mosaic, hard, and and it, nobody yeah. prepares you for the hard shit in life. Like nobody, you know, it's all about like find the right person, find the right person, find the right person. But it's not a just about being the right person. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's not it. That's not enough. And then it's there's not. all this shit that comes after it. All of the work and the sacrifice and then that kind of stuff. But. But ultimately, like nobody teaches you how important it is to put yourself first. I firmly believe you don't learn that shit until you go to therapy. Yep. You really just don't. You don't learn how important it is that you like, you literally have to be like right with yourself before you can be right with somebody else because you can't, you're, it's not fair to somebody to put that on them. Like when you see so many, I can't tell you how many people I know that have been like, oh, I'm in this relationship and it's not good, but I can't break up with them because I'm afraid they'll hurt themselves. Or they can't function without me. They're not financially independent to be without me. Like you Mm. can't put that stuff on other people and you might not even know that you're doing it, but you can't put that on somebody else. It's not fair. That's why like, if you're Mm. having some, if you're single and you're dealing with some stuff, deal with your stuff before you try and start. I mean, if you want to just be dating, cause you, you know, whatever, but don't try and be in a serious, serious relationship or anything like that. Like if you, if you're working through, it's not your responsibility and don't, to fix people. It's not. And stop putting pressure on your single friends to be dating because you don't know what they're trying to work on personally before mm-hmm. they can be in a position to be a good partner to somebody. So for all the like single people out there, don't let your friends try and pressure you into shit. And for friends, leave your single friends alone. Yep. Maybe they're working through some stuff. You don't know. You don't know. Well, you don't also, their cereal. You're you're pressuring your single friends to settle. Right. And why would you do that to someone? They Preach. they have their they have their maker breaks. And yeah. who the fuck are you to tell them what their maker breaks are? Just because yes. you settled, just because you're dealing with shit that you can't mm-hmm. fix because it's your partner's problem. That's yeah. not their problem, and they shouldn't have to settle for less. Right. Leave your single friends alone. Here's the single friends. Oh, you want me to be miserable too? Huh? <laughs> right. right. I know. <laughs> you want me to have something to get on here and bitch about too? No. I'm right. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it all comes down to you can only ever meet people where they are. Yeah. And I, people will either evolve or they won't, but you, you can only meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. For any, for any single people out there, I commend y'all. Like I, I think you're welcome. Like I think, <laughs> no, there is strength in waiting until you find the per, the right fit for you. And there is strength in working on yourself well, and being able to stand too, on I your just, own. I, at least for me personally, like I don't see the 
I don't see the benefit in wasting my time where I don't think it's going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like when I I was younger, it was all about like, Oh, I can go out this person and get a free dinner or whatever. Like I buy my own dinner. I don't need that. So like, if, if I don't want to pursue like a friendship or a relationship, then like, I don't, but right. my days are packed. You got a lot of shit going for you. I have a lot so of shit gonna really going to really have on. to step up the game to date you. Stacey, right. you're a fucking catch, bro. Aww, like you're, you're, I, I'm like, you're like, you're, I mean, I really kind of look up to you in a lot of ways. Like Aww, what, what you really? have going for you and like how you just do your thing. Cause I'm coming from somebody who, if I'm single, I'm dating yeah. if, or I'm in, I'm either dating or I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Like I wish that I could be more independent emotionally. Like I've been independent financially for a while now. Emotionally though, I'm not. Yeah. And it's like, I, I like to have somebody around. I like to, you know, have, have that intimate stuff mm-hmm. going on. And I think it's fucking awesome that not that, I mean, everybody wants that at some point, sure, sure. but you don't need something like that. Like you're like, gonna wait until you find the right person that's gonna be good for you and that's gonna fit you in your lifestyle and I think that like I like really do look up to sometimes things happen I'm always I kind of you kind of cross my mind I think about I'm like fucking Stacy's got it figured out man like I don't know about that but but (laughs) you know what you're you're independent in a lot of ways though that people and I used to think it's you take a real impressive dude to lock her down you know what I mean well I used to think that was a negative you know Mm. I used to think that was a negative like maybe I need to make myself smaller make myself less independent because Mm -hmm. that like is you know some guys might not find that attractive but also my personality doesn't change depending on the situation I'm always going to be independent so I always think of it as like a job interview right like I'm not going to go into a job interview and pretend to be somebody I'm not I'm not going to pretend to have skills that I'm not or experience that I don't have because eventually you're going to find out I'm lying so if I go into something pretending like I'm meek and shy and like quiet like you're gonna be real disappointed you when you like right. right you've not been you've not been real well then so what's the there's point there's just no pretense right what's, what's the point why why right. play him a pity pitch a pretty picture which everybody does like not everybody right. i'm most, shy like get yeah out of here most people try to especially when you're just dating or just meeting somebody yeah. or you really like somebody most people try to mold themselves into to be who, what that who they per- think, what they think that person wants that person wants and like i just really fucking commend you dude like what you do and what you got going on i wish that i was in a position like you were in where it wasn't like you you have no baggage you're financially, emotionally, I mean, no like baggage like all of us have. Well, right? I don't have like an ex husband or, or fucking ex husbands yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't Massive have debt or like anything right. like that. Like, yeah. Essentially, like that, it's like, fuck, you really got it fucking figured out, man. <laughs> I don't know. You know what it is? I think I have myself kind of figured out. I have figured out who I am. Mm hmm. And what I need to be successful and how to put myself first, which I was not always good at ever. Um, but therapy really helps a lot. It does. And getting really to does. know yourself and getting to mm-hmm, understand mm-hmm. that like life is fucking hard and mm-hmm. it's hard being a human. Like being mm-hmm. a human is really fucking complicated and nobody talks about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's one of those things. And 
if you're somebody that can't, you know, I have anxiety that I have, you know, that I have to manage that I work really hard to manage. And I have, you know, there's these things that happen. And if you're somebody who can't deal with that or gets uncomfortable when someone talks about like, then I'm not your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. And so, and so those are things, you know, I can't wait to see who you end up. There dating. are things that I'm willing to compromise are on, but there are things that I find so important that I'm not, I'm, I'm not willing to compromise on those things. My beliefs, my political, you know, Stacey's going to be with like a Denzel Washington. Oh She's going to be with John's <laughs> ears. Like I just, it's going to be somebody real fucking successful, that real is- fucking put together, but also it's going to be like the perfect male form. Yeah. I just decided wait. that I don't need to settle. I, I used to get made fun of for having like, and it takes people and really fucking years to figure years in heartbreak. And I would like rather be financial drain happy alone than unhappy with someone else, because then that's not fair that's to two people. Beautiful. You know, that's beautiful. It takes people their whole life. If yeah. ever. Yeah. To, fi- to figure that out, to be happy yeah. alone. I don't think people ever figure that out yeah. to tell you the truth. I think the majority of people don't. And ever am I like saying that. like, oh, I'm perfectly fine and would like to be alone for the rest of my life? Like, obviously not. No. And I yeah. still fall into some of that. Like, I want someone who's going to kill my spiders and reach tall things and that sort of shit. Because I'm also, you know, for being so A like girl. independent and whatever, <laughs> I'm also like the most feminine person I know probably. You're probably the most feminine person. Um, like the most like yeah. stereotypical, like feminine, like just ridiculously girl. I'm independent, like, but we kill that spider. Right. right. <laughs> Although that that's Jackie too. <laughs> yeah. Jackie's that same. Like I'm independent. We'll also kill, kill both spider. y'all spiders. <laughs> so when I was about 14 years old, <clears throat> excuse me, I went to this breakfast with uh, mine and Julie's stepmom and our grandma, Grandma Dwyer, who... Listen, she was a product of her time, but she was also, um, she chose what she was going to do when she wasn't going to do. And I know you're going to say, and I love this story. I asked her if she was going to get remarried when my, my grandpa died. And she told me, Jacqueline, I took care of a man for 40 years of my life. And I will not take care of another one for the last 20. And that's, that's somewhat I of like an <laughs> inspirational story, but at the same time, I remember at that moment as a 14 year old girl feeling so sad for her. Like how sad is that, that that major relationship. And I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm not sure. We've, we've now moved into Lincoln's portion of yeah, I'm not saying that Lincoln my grandpa didn't love her and that she didn't love my totally. grandpa, but I remember I thinking. I would not have survived in that era. I remember thinking I got a real smart mouth, <laughs> but I remember thinking one, I, I thought three things. One, how sad that you have felt that so much of your life has been dedicated to taking care of a man Two, you, you had nine children who you, who you raised pretty much independently because my grandpa traveled a lot and three, how cool that it took you this long to figure out though, that like, no, I, Okay. I may be a product of my time, but never again. But it ends here. But it yeah. ends here. And yeah. I, I won't put myself in that situation again because it would be real easy at that age to say, oh, I'll get remarried. Like I'll fall into that mm-hmm. trap. But she was very much like, no, I've done my part. 
and I will not be doing it again. Like this is, and I feel like that kind of concept has traveled into the younger generations. Cause even at 14, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to take care of anyone for 40 yeah. I years. I, I don't want to be many, responsible. I cannot tell you how many times in the, in the year or whatever that I supervised adult softball that I said to Poe, I cannot take care of one of these man babies for the rest of my life. 100%. These guys that would call in like, oh, my wife didn't register me, my this, my that. Like everything is an excuse. I was just like, I, I don't. I don't want that. But like my grandma, like she, I mean, she was born in the 1920s. Like there was an expectation to meet these certain like milestones and like get married, have kids, whatever. But I remember thinking like she was so adamant, even my grandpa didn't die for another 25 years. Like it wasn't like he was sick and on his deathbed, like anything. She was just like, I will not raise another man like that is not can I tell you that's not my journey I just that reminded me of my grandma because you know like I I don't know I feel a lot of like uh we always talk about how two things can be true at the same time like I find a lot of humor in sad moments and and things like that and that's kind of how a lot of my family is like we've dealt with a lot of like very sad traumatic moments lots of time spent in hospitals and stuff and like, I don't know, we, like people are always cracking jokes. That's just like how we deal with it. After my grandpa died, my grandma said, someone should call Shamar more and let him know I'm single now. <laughs> and oh, I was like, damn, that's, grandma. That's funny. Uh, hot for Shamar more big time. Yeah. My grandma someone used to say, my grandma used to say he can put, he can eat crackers in my bed. My any grandma day. said that yeah. too. I, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating yeah, crackers. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's the saying. Yeah. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. First of all, I'd kick anyone out of bed for eating crackers because gross. Like, oh my God. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let's do a real quick one minute that's each great. what you're obsessed with before we log off tonight and let people go about their commutes. Okay. Um, I'll go, um, I am obsessed with, and you, I apologize because you two for sure are probably not going to care about this. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed Brand. with, there's this <laughs> brand called Stony Clover Lane, which no. sells, okay. I know, I know they sell like most of it's like luggage and bags and packing cubes and shit like that. And you can put these cute little patches on them. They're all personal, you know, you can personalize them, whatever. They've done a lot of collabs with like Disney and that kind of shit. They did a line with Target because Target does these like designer collabs every once in a while. And you have to like, I didn't, I couldn't do the, like be at the store right when they open and not know what products they would have or whatever. So I had to stay up until midnight to get my stuff. And if it's any, like, just to like, I may or may not have purchased one of the regular Disney ones. So not the Target collab, like regular Disney fanny pack (laughs) just on its own is $138. And then the patches, each individual patch usually runs about $24. So these things are expensive, expensive. So the patches, like the patches that they came out with at Target were like $5. The fanny pack, which I only ended up getting the Disney one today because my freaking fanny pack got, I don't know how I ordered it at like 1201. Then I got a thing that was back ordered and then they canceled it. 
refunded me and gave me a $25 gift card. So I think they target fucked up somewhere. Um, but those were $30 on the target website. So I bought like two sets of packing cubes and everything in this launch was like super girly and like summerish. I got like AirPod case and I got some sandals and a swimsuit and a backpack. And I am so obsessed with my cute little stony clover stuff. I got like a little sparkly S patch and a little rainbow, and a little heart. Like I love it's like, it. It's like adult Lisa Frank, this stony clover and target line. And it's just giving me that happiest, most like Lisa Frank vibes of life. I love it. So I was obsessed with that. So stony clover has taken lots of my money this week. I love Lisa Frank. So right? I'm, I'm actually going to look it up. I probably won't buy anything, but just to look at it gives yeah. you that old I got these sandals that are very much like the sandals I have on now where they're like, they're like made out of Crocs material. So like kind of plasticky, but they look like fake Burks with the two straps, but I got those and the stony clover ones are white, but they're like have pink and blue and yellow, like tie dye on them. And the little bucket buckles are hearts. And I'm obsessed. You are the gayest straight person I've ever met. Okay. Julie, what are you obsessed with? I know. God. Um, I've been trying to think about what I've oh okay if we're talking about shopping stuff for anybody out there that needs extra tall stuff 2x extra tall stuff there's a website called Dr. J's I've been looking up clothes because we're going to go see a bunch of family for our brother's wedding Mm -hmm. and Dr. J's has the sickest clothes like dr or dr d-o-c-t-o-r d-r-j-a-y-s and they have the baddest fucking clothes. And a lot of it is like, so I used to get a subscription called thread beast, but, um, so I paid for like the, there's a, they they go in different ranges. I paid for the second to highest one because the highest one was like $250 a month, but you get shoes with that. I didn't like any of the shoes that I was getting. Anyways, I had this subscription for like a year and I was paying $150 a month for it. Well, I started just like looking up, you know, cause they give you the price tags on them to make you think like you're getting a great deal. Well, I found Dr. J's is where they were, they were sending me the majority of my clothes from. And for $150 a month, you can get like way more clothes than what you were getting sent. And they've got fucking sick ass jeans, name brand. I mean, diamond supply, so badass for, hoodie. because you guys can't see julie she dresses in more of like a male presenting like clothing type like i kind of dress like a black dude and a lot of my styles like <laughs> i like like yeah. those kind of jeans i like like clean cut levi's i'm sure a lot of people be like, interested, like which is why i was prefacing it with that yeah well i'm just well that's the style on dr J's. it's a more lot of like them- streetwear yeah. yes a lot of the models are African-American. That's why I say that. Yeah. Like that's the majority yeah. of the models they have on this, but yeah. So it's a lot of like, um, they have a lot of Tommy Hill figure on there, but they also have a lot of diamond supply, uh, the brand drip. Like they have a lot of really sick ass clothes on there for anybody that's interested. Um, and they're like, so you can look it up on other websites. If you go to like PacSun or Zoomies or stuff like that the t-shirts and the hoodies might be like 75 bucks. You can find them on there for like 17 bucks, 20 bucks. And they're like name brand stuff. So I've been a little bit obsessed with that. Just got I'm trying to find different outfits for. Can you give the website again? Dr. J's it's D R J A Y S.com. And it's sick as fuck. It's, it's a really, really, I, so I've been kind of really obsessed with that. Um, 
they have a girl's uh link on there too like they have a couple different things you can go to i i didn't look at any of the girls clothes but i'm sure they have the same cool stuff <laughs> but you can even buy like you can even buy like i i like timbalands and stuff isn't my thing but sneakers are mm-hmm. i like like the original air forces and stuff like that and uh you can buy them all in there and they're all like discounted i did buy one t-shirt off of there that was the drip brand is the only thing i've bought off there that wasn't quality at all but i buy a lot of champion stuff um all of it's discounted and it's all super nice there i have there's a couple rebellion brands on there of like windbreakers that i bought i'm telling you i have gotten compliments on so many t-shirts and windbreakers that i've bought from there literally every single even mom said hey that's really nice like i get compliments on this stuff every time i go out because nobody else out here anyways wears that kind of stuff so i don't know places in more like more uh like trendy places do but a lot of people out here don't wear that kind of stuff so i've been kind of obsessed with that just going through and finding different outfits um this week Listen, if y'all aren't watching Minx on HBO, it's so good. I'm telling you right now, if you like Nick from New Girl, he's so good in it. It's like a more evolved, astute character of Nick from New Girl. Uh, Also, uh, Julie and I have both been watching um, the winning streak or whatever, the, the story of the Lakers dynasty. Listen. I'm not a huge basketball fan. That is my sister's thing. It's Stacy's thing. It's not my thing, but holy fuck, the acting in it is so good. And the character development is so good. It's so interesting to see how we went from uh, basketball being like a sport to an enterprise where they focus on entertainment more than they do um, the actual sport itself. Uh, it's mm-hmm. so good. The actors are phenomenal in it. I have to say it's, it's highly entertaining. Um, even if you don't like basketball, this is totally worth the watch. 100%. It, that's also on HBO. Um, it is a really good show. It's a super good show. Like I am thoroughly entertained. And the last thing that I'm obsessed with is, I mean, we just got my kids school pictures back. This is going to bore everyone, but he has changed so much in the last like even year. Cause we got them done. Okay. Look, listen, we got them done at Christmas. And I was like, there's no way he's going to change that much in like six months. Like I can't believe they're suckering me into paying for pictures again. I'm telling you like, it's worth it. Listen, buy the pictures when your kids are little, it's totally fucking worth it. Uh, their, their personalities change so much. You can see it in the photos. So I'm, I'm pumped. Mother's Day and Father's Day are done now because everyone's getting fucking mugs or like mouse pads or whatever the fuck I can think of because it's adorable. It's going on everything. It's going on everything. Also, he has started noticing like he we got he's in size 10 and a half toddler shoes. So he's obviously he's in between the 10 and 11. But he's now at the age where like he wants shoes that look like mine and <laughs> It's just such an interesting thing to watch your kid kind of take on certain personality traits of yours and kind of like, he always tells me, well, I'll know I'm big when I'm as tall as you, which first of all, I'm six foot, like that's going to be a while, 
but also like the whole character development of it for someone who I was never convinced I wanted to be a parent. I was okay with the idea of it. I wasn't convinced. And so I was with someone that really wanted to be one watching this little human grow up in front of me is one of the most phenomenal things. I mean, I'm sure it helps that he's adorable, like, but it's interesting that time, most of the time, (laughs) the character traits that he takes on my, even though I didn't give birth to him, my wife did, but watching him develop some of my personality, personality quirks is entertaining like I have things with I don't like flies in my house I'm always like yelling at them to shut the door because they my wife and son have a habit of every door they exit they just like don't shut I don't know what's wrong with them something's fundamentally broken in their head but uh Lincoln now is like obsessed if there's a fly in the house he chases around with a fly swatter which I think is adorable because that's very much my jam if there's an ant in the house he loses (laughs) his mind because that's what I do so it's just very get this cool picture spend the money like you can always make more money is my, I guess, my little thing. Watch Minx, watch uh, the winning, what's it called, Jewel? The winning, winning streak? The, or, uh, it's on HBO. It's the story of the Lakers. Very good. And buy, buy the school pictures, even if they do them twice in a year. It's like the, what's it, the dynasty? Yes. Yeah, the, no, the, um, the, 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 the. The, the 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 rise of the Lakers dynasty. Rise mm-hmm. Lakers dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's and super good. That is it for us this week, guys. That's what happens when we freelance. Yeah. Just go <laughs> off about what were we talking yeah. about? Sex, whatever. I don't even know how we're gonna end this episode. Yeah. <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Uh stay safe. Make good choices. Huh. Oh, I did Google, Google, Google clitoris. So you can see what it actually looks like. I did want to say thank you for my, um, for my, don't be a dick. Yeah. You're finally a member. Yeah. Thank you to Jamie Jones. She, she, I'm finally a part of the clan. My don't be a dick thing. I, you know, I, I put it right by my dog door for my dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they'll take it into account before they do. So thank you for that. Thank you, Jamie. I really appreciate that. Aww. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.